last time on Join the Party. Aggie, Val, and Lou stumble into the alternate reality on the other side of the Time Shark mirror. That's the first time that sentence has ever been said. They grill Preserver on what's going on, learning that Dr. Morrow got sucked into a black hole of her own making. This version of Val is a full-on mob boss named Vesuvius, who burned many people alive. Gutenberg already has his claws in the city with a massive conglomerate called Super, and a lot of other stuff. At the same time, Milo tries to escape the security defenses of the OTA, but is given an escape hatch by Tuna and Anubis. In the death plane, Anubis sits Milo down to watch what's happening in the alternate universe as Val and Aggie ask Preserver where Milo is in the alternate timeline. Preserver and Anubis reveal that Milo was born into the wrong timeline, the Preserver timeline, and it was killing him as a baby. Anubis appeared to his birth parents to save him, infused him with death powers to save his life, and delivered the baby and a cat to Hank Lane's doorstep. Aggie, Val, and Lou then push their way back into the prime timeline. January bursts in while wearing a mech suit to save the four of them. And on the ride home, they put the Hank bands on and realize one in every three citizens are made of pixels. We're 106 miles from the end of the campaign. We got a full tank of gas, one arc left. It's dark and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it! And let's get the party started. sleepover just for old time's sake yes absolutely of course we do can i borrow some pjs oh definitely it's probably it's probably it's probably stashed somewhere yeah january has dropped all of you off at dr morrow's house after escaping the basement of the office of technology assessment using the bunny mech everyone has kind of hopped out Lou is feeling a little sick from the general turbulence of being strapped to a mech. So Lou is like, I I need to go home. I'm, I'm not feeling well. Lou gets motion sick really easy. Poor Lou. Oh, yeah. Just regular after <laughs> being strapped to a mech is like, oh, ba- that's like a baby ride. No, she Six got Flags. sick in the, the mirror thing, too. Well, she was also in a universe that was not her own. Yeah, motion really sickness, Julia. That. Obviously, obviously that's motion sickness. Julia, you haven't taken the interdimensional ride at Six Flags Great Adventure. (laughs) That's my favorite one. (laughs) There's like a uh, 10 minutes earlier title card that comes up. January explains that they haven't seen, neither January nor Dez has seen Dr. Morrow for the last day or so. It's not really new because Dr. Morrow kind of like goes off and does random things all the time. But January got very concerned when the January Come Help Me alarm was activated by yeah. the brown key fob. So January uh, muscle jumped all the way over, uh, realized it was all of you, and the ceiling was coming down really fast, and they, you needed to get out of there immediately. And now you're back in Dr. Morrow's mansion. I think Dez is also standing there, sadly. Like, maybe he has, like, a knife and he's eating parts of an apple, you know? <laughs> like, like, just cutting pieces of an apple. Maybe it's off of his arm. That would be cool, too. Like, one of his, one of his fingers is, like, a switchblade, and he's cutting pieces off of an <laughs> apple and popping it in his mouth. So you guys haven't seen Dr. Morrow in a few days? Hey, Des. I, yeah. 
It's been like two days now, but now I'm starting to get worried. This is going to be a weird question. Has she been talking about black holes recently? (laughs) Not any more than usual. (laughs) Okay. So like every so often she tries to, she's going to like invent a black hole, whatever that means. Like, you know, it usually goes away. Val just looks at Aggie like, is that that okay? Yeah. All right. I mean, she left a note. She didn't just disappear. Oh, okay. What What did the the note note say? Uh, January shows you the note. <laughs> like I didn't say because you well here and you, the note says J and D gone for some snacks. Be back later. That's fake, right? Is this unusual? <laughs> it it doesn't mean anything. I think she more knows that you need to leave a note, but she doesn't know what the note like. <laughs> she knows that it's a courtesy, but she doesn't know that like notes are informative. Uh, so it could be anything. It doesn't really mean anything. So she she's it, she might be fine, but I, I after the alarm went off, I I just I just worried. So you guys want to have a sleepover? Just hang out for a little while. It's been a while. I haven't seen any. We could just like hang out. Yeah. Eat fondue. Yeah, we missed you. Do we yeah. need to find her like right now, or you think no? She's okay? I mean, she might show up. I just I'm just a little you know. It's been a, I haven't seen y'all in a while, and we'll see. Okay. Do you want to make s'mores? And it's just you and Des here, so yeah, it'd be nice to have more people around. Yeah. I heard Milo d- say something about s'mores. I'm into that. <laughs> Definitely s'mores. Uh, you know, it, it's only fun throw, trying to throw a football through as far of the house as possible. Uh, <laughs> and then Des looks at January, and January says, and then you break something, and then you have to spend a lot of time trying to superglue it back together, so... <laughs> We did that the first few hours. Yeah, I'd never done that before. That's a weird experience. Not universal at all. Absolutely not. Um, Dez pops another corner of apple in his mouth and says, And also, uh, it'd be nice to to see you three. I'm so sorry. I don't know how to check out. <laughs> I only have room for one emotional reckoning in my life at a time, and I just did that with my whole family. I'm sorry. I really missed you guys, okay? Val just starts rubbing her back, being like, it's okay. It's okay. (laughs) Dez continues, listen, uh, I know you all had to deal with what you had to do. I'm not mad at you, but we had a good thing going. Could be be fun to hang out. I'd love that, Dez. Thanks. I know that Dr. Morrow's missing, but also, like, do the three of you have, like, some interpersonal problems with each other that I feel like we should resolve. It was really weird on the, on the hop over that none of you talked to each other. That was super weird. <laughs> well, it was, think, a, it was a weird basement time. It was also if half you, like trying to hold on to a rabbit and half interpersonal problems. Oh uh, Yeah, but like I, it was weird. Usually like someone makes a joke or something and Lou was just like trying not to hurl off the side. So are you, are you all okay if we're going to do this and hang out together? I don't know, are we? I mean, Val, I'm good with me and Aggie. Me and Aggie are good. That's not the same as being (laughs) all of you are good. That's not the same. Val, Aggie. Okay, Myla, do you have something to say to me? Yeah, what the fuck? (laughs) What would you like to say other than what the fuck? You need to be specific in your words and your complaints. My specific words and complaints are as follows. One, what the fuck? Two, you let, you made a deal with a, with our enemy 
who tried to kill our best friend Lou. And I find that inexcusable. And I want to punch them until they die, and then I'll break them back, and then I'll kill, and then I'll do it once more time. Can you understand why, when faced with the immediate threat of like being knocked out or at least called out, we tried to preserve the mission by cooperating with a hostile force, then kill her on the spot when we didn't even know what had happened? We don't even know. We were separated. That I can Aggie understand. Has a good point. That is a good point. I get it. You also didn't have all the information. I get it. But you also made a deal that affected me without consulting me. This one. What part of the deal has to do with you? At some point, Somalia is supposed to join our fight or whatever against Mr. Gutenberg. I don't know. I don't negotiate so- with terrorists. So this was... Oh, from the eight-gauged golden feathers book of not negotiating with terrorists? <laughs> yeah, Milo found a used copy in the back of a bookstore one time. Yeah, that's why, that's why they got hired, is that uh, the director saw their book and was like, Oh, Hank is gone! I love this book! <laughs> <laughs> so this was my thought, because this is an idea that... that I, we sort of tossed out there in the middle. Val and I didn't even have a chance to, to communicate, so, uh, you know this deal was made without all of us communicating. And that's definitely true. I thought that by the time we already have Gutenberg in our sights, either one, we can claim there was no cell reception and deal with that. Or two, it's a situation where like breaking into that warehouse when January was imperiled and not actually there. And it was a hologram. We need all the help we can get from all the allies that we have at our disposal, or at least the people who can be persuaded or paid to treat our enemies as their enemies. So I thought it was kind of a something for nothing situation. Yeah. Also the only other option it seemed like at the time was us being found out and arrested by the federal yeah, government. Yeah, get that, Val. Val, get that. <laughs> I'm just saying you made, so, a bad, made a bad deal. Okay. We made a bad deal, but I'm also not in a federal prison right now, and that's kind of nice. <laughs> and at the end of the day, I, I offered her a personal favor. I will do her a favor and try to find the most hilarious way I can to embarrass and or imperil her uh, or do a kind of like Faye situation where she asks me for the favor, but then I kind of do like the opposite of the thing in spirit while adhering to the letter of the law, you know. Monkey um, paw situation, yeah. Exactly, exactly. So um, listen, I I did the best I could. I'm sorry that you had to see Lou in a precarious position. I probably also would have flipped out if I saw a hair on her precious head uh, in danger. No. Yeah. Okay. Uh, two things. One, can you like do a fun, you know, uh, favor prank where like she ends up in a prison cell? Favor prank? Sure. <laughs> Love I'll a do favor my best. prank. I'll do my best to actually prank her when what she thinks she's getting is a favor. And then two, Lou wasn't in peril. Lou died. Uh, the only reason Lou didn't die is because I saved her. So Lou didn't die. Mm, I think I it was mostly me who was okay, involved. Okay. Yeah, in that. yeah. It was it was a lot of tuna. I will fully admit that. I kept her soul from leaving her body. Well, thank you. I would also like to point out that the like letter of the deal is that Sommelier comes with us if we track down Gutenberg. Not that we have to like work with her in order to fight Gutenberg. You're not you're not obligated to team up with her. Okay. Yeah, you could be like oopsie, and then Tuna like licks her, and she and she falls asleep or something. Not die. I will not 
I, no one deserves to die, okay? As long as you both can promise me that there is no cooperation with the murderer known as Somalier. Some We found some way to put her in handcuffs or otherwise incapacitate her. That's fine. But listen, if we need anyone, any help that we can get in a situation where it's Gutenberg versus the rest of us, don't you want extra people on our side? Anyone we can arrest. Anyone except the Somalier. I will accept that. How about if there are other options, we will exhaust all of them before calling the Somalier or cooperating with them? How about we're a team, and I'm asking you, as team A to team B and C. (laughs) I didn't mean to put them in rake order that way. (laughs) You kind of did, though. Yeah, it kind of happened. All right, so it seems like let's just, maybe we can, I've... I do. I am certified as a team mediator, so let me see if I can help you out here. Uh, Aggie, Val, do you uh, acknowledge and see why Milo is so upset because he watched his friend die? Definitely. Yes. Uh, And Milo, could you acknowledge that uh, Aggie and Val did something that was in your benefit, i.e. not being arrested by the federal government? Yes. And also, it seems like you're being a little bit of a baby right now about some stuff. (laughs) Huh. Suddenly, I'm very tired. I'm going to go up to the British room. Goodbye! My, my, hey, no! Maybe maybe you're acting out and expressing that a little bit? Don't worry. This isn't just going to be fully on you. Am I fucking crazy here? Why does no no one care about the person who tried to kill Lou? No, that's not what we're that's not what we're saying. That's not what we're saying. Well, I don't appreciate being called baby by a little rabbit. <laughs> that's fair. Okay, <laughs> uh, maybe you just think about it when when you were being uh to if if you want to think about your behavior towards your other teammates. I also want to say to Val and Aggie, can you see why uh why murder and revenge sounds real good? And uh, honestly, you should Milo pr- should probably just follow through with that. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I, I normally in January I would agree with you, but I did find out that I'm a supervillain in another life, so I'm probably <laughs> a little bit concerned about like falling into the path of murder and revenge. Oh yeah, do you guys want to talk about like the many implications of the fact that there are two timelines uh, in which Des is definitely a superhero and Doctor Morrow dies? Hold on, before we move on, we all need to acknowledge these things. This is how mediation works. You can't just like. Don't want a tangent about other worlds before you acknowledge the issue. I acknowledge it, but I think it's a bad fucking idea. <laughs> I also acknowledge it, except for the part where you called me a baby. Okay, that's fine. Okay, I, no I'll, one, no one. We did a win there, then. Baby. Okay, no one will call each other a baby. I shouldn't have done that. Des, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, probably you can vanquish her in combat. Yeah, that sounds great. Yes. <laughs> Damn it, Des. All right, that sounds like a majority rule. Listen, that's just what we're about. I don't know what... We, we work with a, an incredibly impulsive and vindictive mad scientist. I don't know what you thought we were going to say. I just figured you guys balance her out. Des, can you get me a dissolve ray? Uh, no, that's just that's just for science fiction, unfortunately. Damn it. So, I, listen... I'm glad that we've all come to this. Hopefully you all feel a little bit better. Is there something that maybe you've all been withholding from each other that we could you could hash out in the time in the time here? Is there anything that we've missed? Uh thank you, January. Uh we love you. We we miss you. I miss you both. I'm 
sorry things went down the way they did. Uh, I fully met another version of myself that was apparently named Preserver uh, and seems to be much less fucking cool than I am. You're um, pretty cool compared. In a full mirror universe. And she gave me the key fob that I used to summon January. So that whole thing happened like I don't know, maybe half an hour ago, and it feels like there are some really big fucking implications for what we're doing here. Uh, Val, that one time when I told you that one of the two pizzas I was bringing over just got, like, smushed in the car, so I, I just didn't bring it in because it wasn't worth it. I did eat that whole pizza by myself. Tuna did help Yeah, Milo, that. you're a bad fucking liar. I knew that already. Okay, cool. Just making sure. Hey, uh, Brandon, make a dexterity saving throw with disadvantage for me. <laughs> what is my dexterity saving throw? It is a nine plus three four twelve. Cool. <laughs> while while you're do- while you're doing that, the tuning fork falls out of your pot of like your bag. Fuck you. <laughs> hey Milo, what's that? What's oh that's just a tuning fork. Why do you have a, just a tuning fork for like fondue? Sometimes I gotta tune my instrument. My instrument is what I call my power. I fully pick it up and I show this to Des. I'm like Des, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Can we work on, like, the technology that we busted into the government agency to steal? Yeah, I mean, I found these sunglasses. Can I have my sunglasses back, by the way? Oh, yeah, of course. Cool. I shined them for you. Thank you. Gutenberg is making copies of a bunch of different heroes and undercutting our whole market, but also I'm terrified of that possibility. So we got a tip from an insider source, and I, like, raised my eyebrows at the other uh, members of the LTU3, that... They have some tech that can help us better distinguish who is a copy and who is not. So, Milo, did you grab that? Yeah, I found um, a really dope name. They're called the Hank Bands. Uh, really cool. I like that. That's a lot, a lot good. Um, also, I put them on <laughs> when we were over here, and uh, like a lot of people were just pixels. Like a huh? lot of them. How many is a lot? Like thirty-three point three three repeating percent, probably. What? What? That's a uh, lot of people. Civilians? Yeah. Why? Is this just election fraud so we can beat Dr. Maramoro? <laughs> That's what I she thought. Already resigned. That was my immediate thought. No. He's like, oh, fuck. That, I gotta it can't run be for... that because election fraud never exists. It doesn't happen. It doesn't. Apparently, <laughs> is this hell, for Milo? once actually election fraud? <laughs> Apparently, when you have superpowers, that's when election fraud can happen. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't I don't have any other information, but it seems bad. Why would he be doing this? I have an idea. Sup, Des? Is there anyone you want to like invite over to see if they're made out of made out of stuff or not? Oh no! I don't want to oh, like no. find out my dad is a pixel creation in front of everyone. Well, you, you might need to figure that out. I don't know. Uh, I put on the glasses. I look at Des. Uh, Des is fine. Des is Des is a guy. Okay. And I assume rabbits are rabbits. January is fine. Okay. Aggie, I mean this in the nicest way possible. Your parents are like new to town. Yeah, fucking look at them. I don't care. That'd be great. That'd simplify <laughs> my life in lots of ways. Okay. I hand the glasses over to Aggie. Do you want to like go go visit your parents real quick and then come back? I can text them at any hour of the night and tell them that there is like a meditation circle starting and they will come immediately. <laughs> Fuck yeah, love that. What do we do if they are made of pixels though? Do we kill the, your your pixel parents? I don't know. Des, any ideas? Any tech solutions? 
punch them really hard, maybe they'll dissolve. Ah, the classic tech. Violence. <laughs> That's my kind of tech. The first technology, so what's up? Uh, hey, uh, the, the three of you all go, hmm, and then we zoom out, and hello, we're in D&D land where we're playing the game. Oh, hello. oh, hey. Hi. Trying to think of literally any pun, and I couldn't think of any. I'm, I'm glad my coworker, Brandon, doesn't want to murder somebody. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. Why would I want to murder anyone? That's, that'd be insane. <laughs> yeah. I thought it over, honestly, me, Eric, I've thought it over over the last few times we were playing, and like, yeah, if you want to kill a sommelier... <laughs> Like, that happens in superhero comics all the time. Like, yeah, whatever, man. Um, hey, here's what's going to happen here. This is our final interlude of the campaign. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. Hell yeah. yeah. What? So you've all leveled up. You are now level 12. What? Yeah. I have a new thing called Relentless Rage, which is actually very similar to my Phoenix Spark. But if I drop down to zero while I'm raging and I don't die outright, I can make a DC 10 con saving throw. And if I succeed, I drop to one hit point instead. Nice. Cool. Um, when I do that, it's each creature within 10 feet of me takes fire damage equal to my sorcery level plus my charisma modifier. And if I have mantle of flame going, it does an additional sorcerer level plus charisma modifier. Cool. I think that with this level up, let's just take that thing off that like if you go down to zero, that doubling from mantle of flame happens anyway. Uh, you don't need to have mantle of flame on. Love that. Along the same line, Julia, because we're going to the same battle, I did put my ability score increase in Constitution, so I got my hit points all the way up to 88 now. Woo! Ooh, I have 89 hit points, and I concentrated mine to raise my AC, which is now up to 16. Nice. 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 By raising your dex. Indeed. So many buffs. So much buff. You're buff, all so buff. 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 Y'all went to the gym, baby. Yeah. Hell Yeah. Well, let's figure out what we're going to do for the rest of the episode from this inciting incident. I think that you're all kind of settled in. You're all going to hang out for a little while. Maybe you're throwing a football around and try not to break anything. Making um, hot chocolate, putting on matching sets of jammies, talking about our love lives. Oh, yeah. Roasted marshmallows. Let's go. Um, there is a knock at the door. We look up from a chubby bunny contest that January <laughs> is uh, judging. Absolutely. Oh, uh. <laughs> I just thought about making January play Chubby Bunny, and it's so funny. Yeah, yeah. No, he's got to judge. I am the chubbiest bunny. I'm already going to win, so it's not you even are. worth it. My che- oh. These cheeks are made for Chubby Bunny. <laughs> Val swallows like 10 marshmallows at once and goes to answer the door. Incredible. You open the door, there's nobody there, and then you see that there is a very, very fancy-looking envelope that is taped to the front door. Okay, I take it and I bring it back to the group and I open it. Nice. It's like cream colored. It's like hefty in your hand. Like you know that this is like primo shit. This is some high quality paper right here. On the front it says the Lake Town City 3, De- it says the Lake Town City 3 and Masters Desmond in January. You see you open it up and there's like a very very fancy invitation on there like you know it has like that that wax paper over it like it's a really fancy wedding invitation almost it has like that wax paper over it and the inlay and there's like six different inks on here did i have to break a wax seal in order to get into it oh for there were two wax seals (laughs) what a waste (laughs) what a waste of wax well hang on julia how did val open the seal did you melt it No, I just cracked that bad boy open. Ah, you want to be fancy? I'm not going to save that. Just cracked it with your hands. 
You are all cordially invited to the release of a brand new product and company birth. The company's heroes are us, powerful, no vowels, Aunt Betsy's powered folk here to help you, and Helen Court. Uh, Helen Court is a furniture store that has a very robust email list. Uh, <laughs> have all been acquired by parent company Super. Please come to the middle of Lake Town City at 9 a.m. on Monday morning to see the, the announcement of a brand new day for Lake Town City. On behalf of Gutenberg and Gutenberg Associates. Hate that a lot. So do we evacuate the town or? Yeah. What bothers me is he couldn't even put the actual day. He just says Monday morning. What yeah. if we got this late in the mail? What Monday? And where's where's the next middle Monday. of town? Yeah, what is the middle of town exactly? Like the zip we code, have to like... the road, the voting districts, like like the sewer lines. What are we talking about? Did here? it already happen? Was it last Monday? Might have been last Monday. If the three of you have a problem with it, <laughs> say it to my face. No, we're making fun of your character. It's so detestable. I love it. We like Thank to you. burn Gutenberg at every decision Thank he you. makes. I also want to remind you that Super was the name of the Gutenberg company from the alternate timeline. Oh, bad. S-U-P-R. That's bad. So... I'm I'm like eighty percent serious. Can we just like lie and say it's free ice cream day at the Ben and Jerry's factory and get everybody just into Vermont for the day? It's I not feel a like bad that's idea. actually a very good idea. Uh, maybe we can ask Carmen to actually set up a last minute free ice cream day at Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, we can get the whole town on a bus, right? Like on multiple buses. I think it'll fit. <laughs> yeah, like four or five. It's a real buses. Uh, Batman Begins situation where we try to get everyone on buses. <laughs> How many people are in Lake Town City? <laughs> It, about a few a few million yeah yeah so like like six buses <laughs> yeah january says so so that is that bad that see that's bad yeah that's yeah bad. that's bad yeah we're gonna have to take gutenberg down this is our last chance all right well we have a few days to, pre- to prepare uh you can make this home base that uh, well let's figure it out let's take him down let's do it yeah yeah cool so Here's the thing. You have a few days before this is happening. Uh, so you do have some time to prepare. I will give you the offer of if you want to spend that time training, like if you want to hang out with January and Dez and figure this stuff out, I will give you a stat boost that makes sense for you if there's something that you're looking for. Okay. Uh, yeah, I definitely want to talk to my dad and I wanted to train whether it was here or going down to Anubis's uh, pad. It's probably sure. what Anubis calls their apartment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> their death apartment. For sure. I like that. And buff up. Yeah. I'd love to run some drills with my new forms and just like make sure that maybe Volcani and I can do it together. Maybe I can do it in the in the training dome of just like, you know, going from sheet form to ball form to sail form to stretched form sail. and really work on my ability sail. to stretch, hopefully resulting in more key points. Absolutely. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Julia, what are you looking for? I'm going to lift a lot of weights, probably. <laughs> Just kind of looking at what my stats are right now. It'd be nice to get up to 20 in strength. Cool. 
I like that. I like that a lot. What, um, what if you uh, you offer to just move anyone for free who needs it this weekend? <laughs> yeah, a person with a van, it's all there. Splash sale. I yeah. love this. What if you just move them out of town, like out of yeah. Lake Town City? <laughs> anyone who is leaving Lake Town City, I will move your shit for free. <laughs> That being said, I want to call in every favor I have with every person I know to try to get a bunch of events happening outside of Lake Town City on Monday. So if I have to do that instead of train, that's fine. I'd rather do that just to try to imperil as few civilians as possible. No, I think we can do all this stuff at the same time. I think that's fine. Yeah, I think that there's kind of like a quick montage of everything that's happening here. Brandon, what were you looking for to boost? Just like, oh, I would love to get a seventh level spell slot. Ooh, that's chunky. Or an extra uh, six level spell slot. Because I only have one of those. That sounds fair to me. That sounds good. No, you're right. That yeah. sounds good. We'll just montage it. Val, I'm sure Dez has a gym stash somewhere. Just you <laughs> lift, <laughs> lifting weights with Dez. Just the, the largest barbells you've ever seen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just boom, boom, boom. Yeah, take a plus one to strength. Great. I don't know why, but in my head, I pictured that Dez's barbells have like giant jugs of like gallons of milk on either side and just, like... honestly it probably is that so that des can put different liquids in to adjust the the uh, the weight <laughs> different density of liquids yeah, yeah like you pour something in and then like their valve struggling like what is this does like you don't want to know it's not on the periodic table yet no aggie you're in the uh what is the, the fucking thing called it's been the so fun long. dome of doom you're in the fun zone of fun where everything goes well and no one gets hurt at yeah. all ever. I like the idea of just like there's lasers shooting everywhere. Just like corgis running at me. <laughs> yeah, I have to like save them. Yes, one of the corgis have vampire fangs and tries <laughs> to bite you. So that was a false corgi. There's like a, a volcano goes off in the back. The old man sitting on the bench is like, oh, great job. <laughs> Thank you. And yeah, you get two extra key points. Fuck yeah, that brings me to 14 because I'm level 12 now. Plus yeah. two is 14. Yeah, and Milo, you and Anubis can hang out. And uh, I think Anubis just like throws objects at you. Sorry, Eric, you can, you, use... can you replay this whole scene? Can it take like 45 minutes? Just because like that's the amount of Anubis that I need in every episode during the party. <laughs> Watch out. And he like throws a Grecian temple at you. <laughs> see what you need to phase through. It's like, look out from this. And he and, and Anubis like throws like five canoptic jars at you that have like mummified organs at it like <laughs> Gra- mm, grab all of them at the same time go <laughs> and then we hard cut to the end of the training where we're back on Anubis's couch watching the new season of Ozark each one of us drinking a Capri Sun and uh, Tuna has a little bowl full of uh, Capri Sun on the ground I like that all three of you have towels wrapped around your shoulders. <laughs> uh, yeah, and sure, I'll give you a, a level six spell slot. How about that? Yay! Yay! Wonderful. Hell yes. And I think that you have some time to follow up on some leads here in the days before the super company conglomeration goes fast and furious. I'd love to make a bunch of phone calls. I want to ask Danny to have like an open studio or installation, something to draw people into the city. I want to ask Quinn to have like some kind of Insta Live drop in or like shop with me in Plattsburgh, <laughs> uh, which is uh, north of Lake Town City. And I'm going to ask Carmen, and this is a great idea, Julia, to see if Ben and Jerry's will do some kind of free scoop or like open factory or voter registration drive in their factory in Burlington to draw people over the line. Hell yes. Why don't you, all three of you together, why don't you all roll a charisma roll for me? Let's see what uh, this comes out to. Can we add our fame to that? Yes, definitely. All of you can add your fame to it if you're putting your fame behind it. Ah, uh, Amazing. 19. 24. 
Ooh, hell yeah. 16 plus zero plus two for fame. So 18. 18. Oh, wow. This came out really good. Yeah. You're getting the word out. You you see like people are getting emails and, and notifications. Quinn is announcing it. Danny has decided to do something nice for you. Carmen <laughs> is really getting the word out. I think enough that people are actually starting to like make whole weekends out of it. You know, maybe they leave on Friday. Some of them or they're getting like putting carpools together to go do any of this stuff. Ben and Jerry's holds a rally to fund against a real election fraud of Republicans, you know, gerrymandering and passing laws, making it harder for people to vote. <laughs> and I think that people are, are are actually doing it. Nice. Carmen is reporting a lot of really great response. It's really smart to plan for a weekend because when you want to eat that amount of ice cream, you need to just like immediately go back to your hotel room, you know? Yeah. Exactly. You gotta, yeah. All the Airbnbs in Burlington are booked. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think also they're extending it because this isn't in the fall and there aren't like really great like take days off until Thanksgiving. So I think that like people are making a whole three-day weekend out of it. So they're like, ah, we'll we'll mosey our way back to Lake Down City on Monday. Yeah, lots more PTO in this fictional universe than there is in, uh, in ours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think they're probably taking Monday off, right, Eric? Yeah. Well, my last step was I was going to see if I could ask my friend and collaborator, Jake, to call in some kind of like <laughs> gas leak or closure of federal buildings or emergency fumigation in the city center. Mm. And maybe we can like close all buildings and schools in the city mm. on Monday. It's smart. Smart. Hey, yeah, I'll see what I can do. I'm just looking around. Uh, they probably lapsed on something. I'll figure it out. Yeah, no problem. You saw <laughs> Like fucking Danny from Grease. Yeah, that's the Sandy? closest. That's the closest I can do. Jealous Sandy, don't make me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the closest I can do. That's fine. Um, don't make me laugh. <laughs> hey, it's Amanda. Right at the top here, everybody. We have a very important scheduling update for the rest of Campaign Two. Are you ready? Are you ready? Okay, here's the nug, okay? There are just five more story episodes of Campaign 2. <gasps> I, I wrote a gasp there into my script because I'm so excited. Okay, so here's what that's going to look like, everybody. Next week, we're going to do an after party for this episode and the one before. A lot's happened. It's time to talk it all through. Then there are going to be three story episodes all in a row each week. An after party before the final stretch. Then the last two episodes of the campaign and a very special after party at the end of the book. So that's eight weeks, five story episodes, three after parties. Got it? Eric made a very nice graphic that's going to be on our social media at Join the Party Pod and in the Discord for you to keep track of the schedule going forward. Oh, guys, we're so excited. What happens then, you ask? That'll be summertime, baby, and Join the Party's here to stay. It's time to try something new and... What's a tasty little treat I can say? What's a little, oh, what's a little nugget I can leave you with? Here it is. Camp Join the Party will be ready this summer. <gasps> Exciting stuff. Okay, okay, okay. But we also have to, of course, welcome our newest patron over at patreon.com slash join the party pod. Zach, thank you so very much for joining. You are helping us get closer to our goal of 600 patrons. If we get to 600, as a reminder, we're going to commission a giant comic book cover of all the PCs and NPCs of Campaign 2. That'll be a free digital download for all patrons and available for everybody to purchase as a physical poster in our merch store. 
Go to patreon.com slash join the party pod and become a patron or tell someone to join up if you already are one. Again, the campaign is rattling toward the close. Just eight more weeks, people. I know we can make this happen before the end of campaign two. I would also love to ask you to check out the other shows that are part of the Multitude Collective. This week, we'd love to recommend Horse. This is a podcast all about ridiculous stories, internet drama, and some of the biggest and baddest personalities out there today, all from the world of basketball. Hosts Adam Mamawala and Mike Schubert want everybody to know how unbelievable the history and culture of basketball is. Whether it's a shot-by-shot breakdown of Get Your Head in the Game from High School Musical, or a thorough discussion of the best and worst food available in NBA arenas, best and worst courts, best and worst jerseys, the lads are there. They have you covered. So look out for episodes every other Monday. Just search for Horse in your podcast app or check out horsehoops.com. We are sponsored this week by Notion. In a remote and hybrid world where information is scattered across tools and devices, it's really hard to have the full context you need to get your work done, especially when you're working with other teams or other projects or you're balancing a lot of stuff on your plate. Notion provides a home base for your organization and your team by combining note-taking, document sharing, project management, and wikis all into one tool. Now, lots of tools kind of claim to do this, but what makes Notion different is that it not only allows you to be more efficient at work, but also transition into being a useful tool in your personal life. You've heard me talk about how I use Notion at work. I use it for grocery lists and apartment information and appliance warranties. Instead of just shoving all those things in a drawer, I scan them and put them in Notion and I share it with Eric so we can share it at home. It's so, so helpful. Learn more and get started for free at Notion.so. That's Notion.so to help you you take the first step toward an organized, happier team today. Finally, we're sponsored by Inked Gaming. Everybody has their go-to shop where you get your mouse pads, play mats, dice bags, and other essential gaming goods. Inked Gaming is a great company to keep in mind for you, and they've joined our party this week as a sponsor. They wrote that because they're great and they understand what it is that we do here. With such a large selection of premium gear listed on their site, Inked Gaming really is a one-stop shop built by and for gamers. Trust me, you are going to love browsing it. It makes me feel like browsing a, a bookstore when I was a little kid where I just walk around and be like, I want to take all of it home with me. That's what it's like to go to inkedgaming.com. And as a sponsor, they were kind enough to offer you an exclusive discount. All you have to do is go to inkedgaming.com slash join the party and use the promo code join the party at checkout. The discount will then automatically apply to your order. Thank you, Team Inked. And as a reminder, that's inkedgaming.com slash join the party. And remember, code join the party at checkout. And now back to the show. I'll go talk to my dad. Yeah, sure. One night late after training, Milo's probably going to stop by the political campaign's like headquarters because I'm sure Hank is like in the back office, you know, correlating receipts to expenses and blah, blah, blah. Absolutely. As you go into the Hank Lane for mayor office, it is still bustling. Like People are running around, copying flyers, putting together Facebook events, uh, on the phone, phone banking. Uh, when everyone sees you, they say, Milo! Hey! And they try to give you high fives. A lot of them do the thing, they intentionally miss high-fiving you, and they say like, oh, must have went invisible on me. Okay. I was literally about to say, sometimes when I with certain people, when I give them a high five, I just go incorporeal <laughs> through yeah, their hands. Exactly, yeah. They, so they, they know it. And uh, you can... You can step into the back where your dad is hanging out. And honestly, as you walk in, the door is open uh, because Hank says, there's no reason for me to ever close the door. What am I holding government secrets in there? <laughs> so, his, so his office door is never closed. Um, so you can just walk in. Wonderful. I timidly knock on the door. 
Hey, I have an open door policy. What am I holding government secrets in here? Come on in. Hi, Dad. It's me, your son. My Milo, close the door. <laughs> am I a government secret? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I close the door. Uh, oh my God, you are you're okay. Uh, I'm so. I have so many questions, and a lot of them are inside baseball things about work, about if you, what happened, but, uh, what, yeah, tell me everything. Are you okay? Did you get it? Did, did yeah, you... we did. Uh, it was a, went a little bit, a little bit more south than we were expecting and hoping, uh, but it all ended up okay. Um, yeah, I haven't heard anything from OTA Chatter, so they didn't know or they're not saying it, which is good. That's good. Yeah, I think luckily, like, the shame of having their you know, most secretive things broken into is probably helping us and like not wanting to get the word out about it. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The director does not like it being known that someone can, uh, you know, she pretends she's a Norse giant or something sometimes. So, you know, she, she had a lot of, there's a lot of stubbornness, a lot of pride wrapped up in that. So yeah, no, that that's, that's definitely true. Well, I'm, I'm so happy. Everything worked out. That's great. Uh, yeah. Everything worked out great. I did uh, one weird thing did happen that I wanted to just uh, let you know about. Doesn't really change anything. Doesn't sure. affect us in any way. But um, um, I might have uh, some a new a new mission to go on. Uh, but I wanted to let you know. Okay. Uh, so uh, yeah, we I went into the death world again. I hung out with Anubis. They they say hi. Hi, hi, Anubis. Um, and they said if you want to come down at some point and hang out and chill, we can. Um, I, I also love that Anubis said, I'm going to check the bylaws. And you're like, yeah, Dad, come on in. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, yeah, you just, you know, talk through everything. Because Anubis did sort of show me my history, where I come from, my birth parents. Mm. Uh, you know how you always call me your little baby Moses? <laughs> <laughs> I do, yeah, you're right. I do do that sometimes. Because you found me in a wicker basket floating on the sea, on the river. And, and you you watched so much Prince of Egypt when you were five. So that was part of it. But yes, I do, yeah. <laughs> well, it turns out, you know, that wasn't completely untrue. Sort of, apparently, my parents, um, Cindy and Ralph, uh, sort of um, put me in a metaphorical basket across the seas of time and landed to, to you. Uh, again, doesn't change anything. Just learned it. Uh, you're still my dad, and I love you. And but I might want to go, you know, to another timeline at some point and just see if I can say hi. If that's if that's cool, you can well, come if you want to die. It's fun. Well, Milo, I'm glad you found out, and you figured this all out for your own. Did you know? When there's a basket, usually there's a note attached to it. Son I of a you to, bitch. I needed you to find out on your own. And I'm glad you did. I wasn't anticipating you finding out in this way. I thought if it came up or we were able to talk about it or you asked me about it, I would tell you. But, you know, while you were in there, the shark mirror appeared in the last few months before I left at the OTA. And I put it away. And if you found it on your way in there, I'm happy you did. 
This was not my. It was not I. Before you think that I tricked you, you sneaky little bastard. <laughs> which you don't want me to think. It was not my place to tell you this. And if you wanted to figure it out, which I'm glad you did, and Anubis helped, and Tuna helped, I'm sure. I'm I'm really happy you did, and I'm glad you were able to make the decision for yourself. No, I appreciate that, and uh, yeah, I mean, like you know, you're my dad. There was no reason to to ask about it previously because yeah. I have I have my parents. I have all the parents I need. So, uh, and then Milo gives Hank an awkward hug across the desk. <laughs> so yeah, your like, dad receives it on an awkward hug. Um, I will say that you were, we're going to have to figure something out because you were explicitly sent from another timeline because it was killing you as a baby. So I don't know right. if you going back, it's probably for the best, but we'll figure it out. We'll, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll figure something out. We'll talk to Anubis about it. Yeah, I, I get that. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, we'll, maybe there's a bubble boy situation I can do, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm sure Anubis. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's okay. Can I have some of this candy in your candy bowl? Yeah, can we stop hogging over the desk? Yeah. Okay, let go. Milo, let go. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. And then Milo (laughs) takes uh, Reese's from the candy bowl and puts it in in the mini fridge. I'm just kidding. I'm still holding on on to you. I was was joking. I'm still holding on. Hey. Hell yeah. Wonderful. Later on, uh, maybe three days out from the product launch, Aggie, you get a text message from an unlisted number. It says... Hey, I need you for 24 hours. I'm cashing in my favor. One and where? Also, no favor takes 24 hours. Give me the deliverable. <laughs> well, we have to drive eight hours, do something, and drive eight more hours. So meet me at a Thornhill parking lot. The Somalia gives you coordinates and uh, says 8 a.m. tomorrow. Yeah, where are they? Here's my question. I'm going to ask you, Amanda, for this. Amanda, would you like Julia and Brandon to get off the call while we we resolve this or not? Yes. yes. Do it. Do it. Do it. That sounds great. Okay. Ah! I'm scared. (laughs) Hell yes. Okay. So the coordinates are to a liquor store in Dover, Delaware. Joe Biden's own Delaware? Joe Biden's Delaware. All right. I'll take the train down. And I'm going to text Danny and say, hey, bro, are you at the warehouse? Do you need an excuse to get out and about for a couple hours? I'm going to roll to see if Danny's available. Mm-hmm. I rolled a nat one. Danny <laughs> okay, says, no uh, sorry, Banksy is making us do like roommate bonding time. I, I can't get away. Sorry. OK, I'll then text Quinn. And with, say, a nat, with a nat one, I think that you don't get a chance to text it. anybody else. OK. I'll uh, I'll hop on the Amtrak and I'm gonna give Tegan the coordinates um, and write them down on an envelope and leave them in my cottage and say if something happens the sommelier learned me to this address <laughs> love you sorry absolutely yeah I think that's fine I think Tegan texts you like a grape emoji as just like a signal because Tegan doesn't want to say anything but Tegan wants to say that they were, they got your they got your message so he texts you a grape emoji I send back a blueberry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, so you take the train down, you probably, you get to the parking lot of the liquor store. It's like Dead Fish Liquor Store, Ugh. and then you see like a black <laughs> uh, Toyota Accord just pulls up. Oh, yeah. I wanted to say, too, I'm dressed in all black. I have on sunglasses. I have on a black hat. I'm wearing, like, nothing that's identifiable as multi-tool or even Aggie O'Hare. Absolutely. And I think that the sommelier pulls up in this nondescript car and says, get in. I could have given you a ride. I'm not. Ex- I'm not expensing your train ticket. I can't justify the emissions of a multi-state car trip. That's fair. 
you don't know if I pulled this car out of my body or not, so it's fine. Ugh. Do you have any, like, restrictions on that? Like, I mean, my, my name's Multitool. Like, you would think that I could do the same thing, but there's only a few shapes that I can really, you know, do. Get in the car. Okay. The sommelier that starts driving gets on the highway and gets off at an exit, like, 30 minutes out. So driving on some back roads. You take a look at the sommelier. Sommelier is also wearing, like, all black, but there's, like, visible rips all over her secret agent black all black outfit like sexy artful designery no, it's like you know what's, what's the vibe in the, in the wrong artist's hands it's sexy but she's doing it for, to have openings on all in all places for her to pull stuff oh. out so she has like she does Tactical. have one over yeah. she does have one over her chest that like a comic book artist would exploit for there is a boob window but like, also there is a boob window but there's also like out, yeah. yeah there's like two one at her calf like where you would put like a secret agent gun Oh, uh, like okay. A, like so a hit, now, like a holster. Now yeah. my headcanon is that the like 2017-18 trend in athleisure to have random cutouts everywhere was inspired by the sommelier. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Very similar to that. Like that, but instead it's like full rips so she can Fun. access her skin. And you, she pulls up to like a nondescript building. You're about a thousand feet out. She says, all right, we got to get in there as fast as possible. There's guards. There's other security things in there. We get to a server room and then we get out. Okay. Anything else I have to know? Nope, that's it. Okay. Cool. All right, let's just montage this here. Uh, there are some guards outside. So you and the sommelier walk up. Uh, what do you do? I'm just going to go for like a stunning strike um, and try to just like give them a kind of like back of the neck karate chop or a, a punch that'll knock them out, but not really harm them. Sure. Give me a stealth check and then we'll do an attack roll. Okay, that's an eight on stealth. Okay. Uh, do an attack roll. These guys are banished. I'm gonna re- I'm gonna take a luck point and reroll that. Good. Oh, not twenty. Not twenty. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, love you, when a luck point comes together. Yeah. Do you just like walk up? Like why, you just walk up and you're like boom, boom, boom. Yeah, I lap. pretend to be texting. After observing Gen Z, I I realize that just pretending to be texting will will get you ignored a lot of the time. Yeah. The guard walks up to you and says, "Hey, there's no texting here." <laughs> you just hit him, and I think uh, yeah, you take out all of the guards, and you'll see the sommelier like pulls a, a bat out of her calf and then slams a few Whoa. people with it. How is that any different than what you're doing? Whatever, let's go. Okay. Uh, you open the door, and there's, like, a very long hallway, but there's, like, Mission Impossible-style <laughs> lasers sure, everywhere. Sure, sure. How, uh, how do you cross? I'm just going to stretch my limbs and kind of twister my way through them. Like, if I stretch my body, then I have a great deal of control over how I weave through the laser beams or not. Cool. Uh, yeah, I think that the, if it's Mission Impossible-style lasers, like, you know, they're shooting in all directions there. So uh, it's not just on the floor. Like, you know, like somewhere like crossing through the Z axis. You know that the only heist movie I've ever seen is Ocean's 12. So is it like (laughs) that? Are they moving? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. They're moving and everything. Yeah. It's like I'm playing Twister or am the cat burglar in Ocean's 12. Hell yes. Make a dexterity roll and uh, I'll give you advantage because that was a great idea. Good thing I got a five and then a 19 plus uh, four for a 23. Cool. Yeah, you were able to just twist your way through all of them. Ba, 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 slurp, 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 body horror slurp. What, like it's hard? <laughs> like you're not even going to help me across? That's fine. I can take care of it. No, what do you need in the server room? Oh, no, I'm coming with you. And she like reaches into her chest and pulls out like an aerosol spray can and sprays <laughs> just sprays it into the air and then walks through. Okay, you could have gone first. Damn. That's not how favors work. Okay. All right. 
So you walk through after dealing with more lasers and more <laughs> more guards, and you walk into the server room. Uh, the server room looks like a Bitcoin farm. Yeah, it just looks like a Bitcoin farm, right? There's just like computers all over the room. It's hot. You just hear the hum of many, many computers going at the same time. Don't touch anything. If you don't touch anything, I'll give you a prize. I stand there with my arms crossed. Hell yes. Uh, the sommelier uh, starts like reaching down her legs and pulls out like as many micro USBs as possible. Are different areas of your body for like different materials? I'm extremely not telling you that. Okay. And uh, she like puts them in all the different, all the computers. She waits a few seconds while she puts a, puts a USB device in it's another like one. It's like the third act of Iron Man 1. Eric, you know all my references. <laughs> yeah, Come on. No, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then Obadiah Stane is like, nice to see you, Peppa. Yeah, but no, Obadiah Stane does not show up. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it, it takes like five minutes. Do you want to ask her anything while she's there? You have some time to talk. So what can I ask you about? Why don't you ask me a question and then you see how it goes? What neighborhood do you live in? Not telling you that. Um, ever been to Mountain Lobster's game? Yeah, of course. Oh, uh, how's how's things with with your girl? Good. And <laughs> knew it. That's fine. I didn't give any information other than saying the word good. Oh, yeah, you did. I hate that you're indebted to me. I've got two sisters, man. I know. I know how this game is played. Okay, fine. So then she pulls out all the USB drives. She puts them like in a, in a little pocket that's on like her tactical vest, and she tosses you a USB drive, a little thumb drive. Thanks. Yeah, um, I figured you might need this. Um, Gutenberg doesn't like to be hot. What do you mean be hot? Because like we know his style is bad, but what else? Great burn. While I'm giving you really important information, okay. Uh, you know the you know how some companies like do investor profiles of other investors you know real super rich people shit they put private investigators on people to figure out everything they need to know sure yeah so here is a profile of john press and uh notoriously he hates being hot thank you that's actually so helpful thanks for not touching anything even if it was a prize like you're a little dog or a big dog you're like a dachshund yeah you're a stretchy dog a long one a long dog. I'll take that. Worst things to be than a long dog, you know? For sure. All right. And then you two just go back the way you came. Already, it's, You've already dismantled. So then uh, she invites you back in the car. Do you want to drive back to the train station? Do you want to drive back to Lake Town City? No, I'll... You listen, the emissions are happening whether I'm in them or not. So I'll, I'll hop in. All right. While, while she's driving back the eight hours back to Lake Town City from uh, Delaware, she gives you a laptop for you to check out the USB drive on. I'll do it. Cool. So, yeah, it's exactly what she said. They're basically a private investigator was tracking John Press, like inserted himself in the mail room to like figure out things about him and then became like an intern and assistant to like figure all this stuff out about him. He needs all of the temperatures in all of the rooms to be 65 degrees. Has to be set that. If it's any hotter, he gets really, 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 really mad. Also, they noticed that uh, he can't concentrate when it's any hotter than that. He gets very sweaty, like pulls out his clothes and even like like his technology starts to smudge while it's that hot as well, uh, which seems strange. So like the private investigator is like, I don't know if his laptops are so used to it being chilly, but if it's any hotter than that, PowerPoints just go to shit. Huh? That's all the interesting information. Like has a sandwich order and stuff like that, but you know, nothing interesting. Like his Myers Briggs is on there as well. Yeah, no, I'll definitely take the thumb drive home and, um, and show the sommelier, my, my sister Quinn's friends, Taylor's music. 
Nice. Taylor Swift. Great. Are we gonna? We're, we're just gonna do Taylor's oh, version, right? You you know her? Everyone knows Taylor Swift. Oh, I I I guess I do too. Does she go to a lot of parties? Polly just looks at you and says, "No, I've never been to a party with Taylor Swift." Well, it hit me up. If my list I murder you, I'll I'll invite you to my holiday party next year. You know, that's a good point. Can you keep him from doing that? Yeah, that was a real yeah, crimp yeah, in yeah. my style. No, uh, we're working on it. Working on it real hard. Great. I really appreciate that. I appreciate this. I, you know, I am should have specified it should have been an in-state favor or even better, an in-city favor. But this is actually very helpful. And we will absolutely keep you posted on our plans to get Gutenberg out of the picture. I really appreciate how communicative you are. It's It's really nice working with someone who's able to help. Listen, enemy of my enemy is my colleague. I'll take that. Usually it's the person who's paying me the most is my colleague, but that works too. It's repeat on uh, Taylor's version. <laughs> yeah, we're happy, sweetest little lonely at the same time. <laughs> you drive back to Lake Town City, and I'm sure she doesn't drop you off at Dr. Morrow's place, but uh, she drops you off somewhere in Lake Town City. I'll get and- the SkyTram from, yeah, the city. Yeah, and I think like 30 minutes after she drops you off, you get like a bunch of like New York Times and Wall Street Journal notifications that like a CEO of a company was exposed for like corporate malfeasance and is and is fired and there's a big scandal. There's like also another company was exposed for using like uh, mercury in their children's toys and that got exposed as well. And then these company stocks are just tumbling. Eric, not to give you creative notes, but it is possible for you to call this the Potomac Papers because it's a data leak from Delaware. So yeah. it's called it's actually called the no sales tax papers. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Hell yes. All right, we back. Hello. Oh, you're hello. Back. Uh they're both uh dripping wet and uh had to change clothes and uh, You turned it into a sex thing, Brandon. Come on. Oh, oh no. Shit, I didn't mean to. And Amanda had a bloody nose. I came back to Brandon saying the words dripping wet and I'm like, say what now? Hell yeah. Uh Julia. Yeah. Val gets a text from Hitomi. I'd be like, Hey babe, what's hey, up? Babe. It's nice that you're uh, hanging out at Dr. Morrow's place looking after looking after the ha- looking after the house. <laughs> <laughs> Capital T, capital H. Yeah, exactly. Um, and Hitomi says, Hey, I, while you were gone, I've been doing some digging on the thing that we figured out at SUNY LTC. Okay. What's yeah. up? Uh, so I actually did more digging into Kathleen Devi. Uh-huh. And uh, I actually went to her baby shower. I found her on, I found her like on WhatsApp and then I messaged her <laughs> and I went to her baby shower and like I, uh, we, I did spend $120 on a diaper genie. I'm sorry, but I had to sell it. No, it's okay. Um, but yeah, uh, Kathleen Debbie is 37 and like six foot two. Okay. But she also doesn't use a wheelchair. She's not a wheelchair user. Huh. Uh, so I, I looked into that and then, um, you know, I, I, uh, you told me that I have let, like, well, you know, uh, now I know who Multijool is, so I, I figured, you know, I was trying to be... I talked to Tegan. I reached out to Tegan Murphy. Okay. And Tegan That's was... That's cute. Tegan was just, like, so bored being in a cabin trying to write for, like, a month. So they <laughs> uh-huh. needed something. And I, I brought them a router. Uh, they, they were so stoked about it. So then Tegan started doing some investigative journalism for me. They called SUNY LTC, right? And uh, they were, like, asking for an interview or whatever about college or some story i don't know sure uh and the secretary actually gave tegan a phone number and an address but here's the wild thing 
The phone number was to Salamone, your cousin? What? And Salamone was like, hey, do you want to buy any mushrooms that are super secret? I also have a connect in New York. His name is Mr. Pinstripe. So Tegan is working <laughs> on that. Fuck. <laughs> Damn so it, Brandon. <laughs> so Tegan is working on that story right now. So okay. Busy. But also, Tegan, Tegan checked the address. And, and it's like, it is an empty lot that is next to the big Monty on the outside of town. Okay. That's fucking weird. So weird. Uh, why don't you make a history check for me? Oh, my best skill. Thank <laughs> you, sir. A three. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know nothing. It's fine. I'm going to go to this field then, I guess. This empty lot near the Big Monty. Yeah, you can go to the empty lot. Absolutely. Okay. Cool. Do you, uh, you want to go by yourself? I guess. It's up to you. Sure, yeah, I'll go by myself. If it's family drama, I don't want to involve anyone else. Okay, yeah, sure. When do you want to go to the empty lot? I think I'll probably just go... It depends on what I was doing at the time that I got the text from Hitomi, but I'll probably just go ASAP. That's great. Yeah, you head over to the empty lot. I think that uh, maybe... um... Hitomi hit you up uh, later on in the day, so uh, it's like twilight now. The sun is already set behind the giant Monty uh, outside of town, you know, at the Welcome Center. And now, like, someone, they've turned on the neon. So, again, like, the, the neon light is cast over this fall evening. And you're waiting there for a little while, and then you hear... As the Knight of Mirrors pulls up. Sup? Sup, citizen? What you doing here? Nothing. I am not really sure who's hanging out in a weird abandoned lot near uh, the Monty, near the Monty statue. That's an excellent question. I think uh, it could be similarly solved by being who lists the empty lot next to the Monty statue as their home address. Someone like Kathleen Devi, maybe. <laughs> the uh, the Knight of Mirrors like claps. Yeah, slowly and being like, well, 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 you figured out my college puzzle. Thank, thank you. Do you live in the Big Monty? I bet you live in the Big Monty, don't you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't. You sure? That would be pretty cool. The Knight of Mirrors reaches up to their helmet and pops it off. And you see that this is the woman who you saw from the gala, the wheelchair user who was wearing, uh, who said she was Kathleen Devi in the all black, uh, wide leg um, jumpsuit. Val just goes immediately, oh, thank God you're not a robot. <laughs> what? What? In another timeline, the Knight of Mirrors exists, but it's just a sentient motorcycle. You three are so weird. <laughs> so what's your real name? Because I know Kathleen Devi is a pregnant woman who my girlfriend went to her baby shower. Yeah, uh, my name is Priya Moon. It is very nice to meet you, Volkani. That's such a cool name. Thank you. Uh, it is not Kathleen Devi. I found, like, another Indian name that was on the list, and I just swiped it, and no one asked me about it, so I just kind of walked in. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of sad how people are like that, huh? Yeah, I mean, it's to my benefit. It's definitely to my benefit. Um, I'm, you know, listen, when I, I, I ran into all of you at the gala, and then when you decided to 
whole to go to the club that I was ostensibly the uh, administrator for. I figured I it's got, kind of got to the point where someone should know. And also, like, I don't know. Aggie and Milo told everyone their real names. And, you know, I've always wanted to keep it strictly professional. So it, it, it only felt it only felt even. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't have a wife, by the way. I was going to ask. That was my next question. Yeah. Well, you know, some... Uh, you got to pretend to be Superman and tell citizens to move back and that I need to go and have anniversary time with my wife to, uh, if people are going to think that you're the masquerading best detective in all of Lake Town City uh, who solves crimes and beats people up. It's, I'm glad you figured this out because I met Aggie and Milo here before. <laughs> I'm also surprised because you were, you're in the mob? I'm not in the mob. Hmm. Are you sure? I'm super sure that I'm not in the mob. You know I can figure it out, regardless of what you tell me. Okay, hold on. And Val takes off their sunglasses. It's like, hi, I'm Val. I'm not in the fucking mob. My family members are, but I'm not. Okay. I, I, I understand. Listen, I, I, I'm, I can't turn it off. I can't turn the, the detective thing off. I, I'm sorry. It's cool. It's um. It's just like... I don't, no one knows I do this, you know? So you three are like my emergency contact now. That's fine. <laughs> right? So I just needed to let you know that. So now you know who I am. Um, you can't find anything about me because I've kind of scrub. I've used fake names and scrubbed myself from all, everything anyway. Uh-huh. So I don't know. You wouldn't be able to figure out where I live or, or where I went to college or even what my social security number is. Just so you don't try. I just want to be, be helpful about that. But, you know. Yeah, but my name is Priya Moon. Cool. Uh, I do have a follow-up question about that. Sure. Not about your name. Uh, When I was figuring out this information via Mm -hmm. another person, uh, they said that when they called the phone number that you left, that it was someone selling those power-up mushrooms. Mm -hmm. What's up with that? Yeah, uh, well, it seems like the Lake Town City and New York City organized crime syndicates have kind of dropped the painting racket and are now into vitamin M mushrooms. Seems bad. Yeah, it, it is bad. But my question is, why Why did that phone number, why, why did your quote-unquote phone number go to someone selling mushrooms? Oh, I figured you'd want to know, and I swapped, I figured it out, swapped it in the profile, and, you know, figured you'd... We'd all f- figure it out here. I, you found all the clues, Mr. Snowman. I, <laughs> I figured it out. I'll be quite honest with you. Knew that information before I called that phone number. Yeah, but it did make you show up here, didn't it? I mean, yeah. Mostly figuring out who you were made me show up here, but... That's what I, it's what I wanted. I need to fill out my emergency contact. I'm so just like, really glad you're not a sentient motorcycle. M- me too, definitely. I, there is something I did want to know... Do you, do you, you vibrate so fast that now things light on fire? Yeah. Mmm. You know how friction causes fire? I have heard of friction. Yes. So now I vibrate enough that the friction of me creates fire. Cool. 
No, I like that. Uh-huh. Um, my my power is uh, I call it pack bonding. Okay. That uh, when I if I spend enough time with an object, then like, it's like an extension of my body. Then like it's a we're. I can make it make it do stuff. This is just a really cool motorcycle I found. It is a very cool motorcycle. It is, yeah. So uh, that's just like how my that's just like how my whole thing. How that's whole cool. Thing works. Yeah, I love that for you. Yeah, um, I figure you're my mo- emergency contact. Should I tell you like my backstory and all that stuff? Fuck yeah, I hit me with it. Yeah, sure. So, um, yeah, uh, so yeah, you you saw me at the gala. I use a wheelchair. I can't walk. It's just like my joints are so bad that if I walk for too long, they'll like, my knees will pop out. So yeah. I, I don't, I don't do that. Um, but I do have, Ooh, I have a family. I'm <gasps> revealing that what? piece of information, but no wife. <laughs> no, no, no wife. Uh, greatest detective in the world does not have a wife. So, uh, maybe, yep. maybe your next, uh, your next case should be. Oh love. my God. Got him. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, one night I, uh, I saw a bunch of guys, uh, like bear down on a woman and try to steal her purse and run away and run away with it. And, uh, you know, I take, I take Taibo classes. I take b- boxing classes and I, I, I punched, I took them out and I, I have incredible capability. So I took, I just kind of took them out, but like, I couldn't tell anyone because like I if I told someone that I beat up a bunch of thugs, then they wouldn't believe me or they would tell me not to do that because I would get hurt. And, uh, so I kept not telling people, but I kept beating up thugs and I found a cool motorcycle and I kept not telling people. And then I put on a whole outfit and covered some football pads in cloth and mirrors and then I kept now telling people, and now extremely no one knows. So, I know. you know, you just, you spend so much time keeping something a secret, it continues to be a secret. Now it's just like the worst thing. So, yeah, and then if they would, everyone would be so mad at me if I told them now. So don't tell anyone ever, and if you got close to them, I would do... I would take you, I would take you out, citizen. <laughs> Val literally laughs, like, okay. <laughs> no, that, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do, you, do you feel better now getting that off your chest? <sighs> yes. I, I, very, very much so. Tight. It's like, I'm also allergic. Nope, I'm not telling you my allergies. Backstory is what's on that, is what's on that card. Yeah, someone recently was trying to learn my allergies because they wanted my weaknesses. Yeah, because they can kill you immediately if they put your allergies in front of you, of course. That's true. That's why I'm not telling you my allergies. Okay, I don't need to know that. It's penicillin. Am I lying? Am I not lying? I don't know, but as your emergency contact, I probably should know that information. (laughs) I am not telling you. It may or may not be penicillin. That's all I'm giving you. I'll tell the doctor if you get brought in, you may or may not have a penicillin (laughs) allergy. That's fine. Uh, I will be at a veterinarian who I trust who stitches up all my injuries. Okay. So that vet will call me and be like, yo, (laughs) she allergic to penicillin? Sorry, I didn't ask your pronouns. She, her, or they, yes, them? She, yes, she, her. Great, cool. Val is they, is they, them. Yes. Got it, yes. Um, Val and Volcani, they, them. Cool, cool. Yeah, um, you can tell, I, I kind of hope that Aggie and Milo would be here, but tell them, don't tell anyone else. Okay, please. I wasn't sure. 
I'll be quite honest with you, when I called that phone number, my cousin picked up, and so I wasn't sure what was happening. Oh, you're related to Salimony? I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's not fun. No. It's okay, not no. a good time. Cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, please, please, you can tell, don't, don't tell anyone else other cool. than those two. Because like, you know, I'll see, I mean, I'll see you out there, and... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what am I going to do? You know, reveal it at a press conference? <laughs> yes. I won't. I have Thank a good you. track record at, of not revealing things at press conferences. <laughs> Absolutely. Some people. Yep. Tell them not to either. Please. Gotcha. Rude. Cool. Fair. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Rude, well, but fair. You know, uh, I've never done anything like this before, so I'm just going to go. Cool. Can I shake your hand? Yeah, absolutely. She leans over the bike and and offers her hand. And Val shakes it. And then the Knight of Mirrors ties her hair back up. Do an investigation check for me. Ah, yes. One of my best skills. Oh, nope, but I rolled an 18, so we're fine. Yeah, as Priya is messing around with the Knight of Mirrors helmet, you look and, like, she looks tired. She looks really tired. There are really heavy bags under her eyes. And, like, is there still, like, a little bit of, like, eyeliner or coal from when she was at the gala like when is the last time she washed her face like it, she looks she looks out of it for all of the like on the ball analyses that she's giving you like the batman persona she's trying to give you she's she's tired i think before she leaves val is just like i just want you to know like i super appreciate you trusting this information with me and you know, you can trust the three of us to be there if you need it to, you know, you can lean on us. I had hoped that, and I appreciate you saying that. I will think about it, but I mean, you already know my name, so that's more than anyone else. I guess that's what trust is. Yeah, and we could work on that. Yeah. All right. Watch me do a sick cycle trick. Fuck <laughs> As yeah. Priya, Priya puts the helmet back on, the, the neon reflecting off of her Night of Mirrors mirrors, and she does, like, a full wheelie around you <laughs> and then speeds off into the night. Fuck yeah! <laughs> she throws up the deuces behind her and then, like, does a hard left. It is the day before. It is Sunday. T-minus 18 hours before... Monday, 9 a.m. What are you all doing? Milo's probably like, you know, playing Halo, getting himself pumped up. Hell yeah. <laughs> are you, you're playing original Halo? I love that. No, the new one. I just don't know what it's called, Eric. <laughs> no, I just, I more like that you have an original Xbox and you're still playing co op with January and Dez. Like, yeah, I love that. There's only like four people left online for that game. <laughs> yeah, you're in Blood Gulch still. Uh-huh. It's, <laughs> a, it's Halo Infinite B2 Dubs. Thanks, Halo Infinite. I think Val would want to do a group FaceTime real quick with their dad, Aunt Min, and Salimony. (laughs) (laughs) I think that it's been really hard to wrangle this because it's Sunday and they're all quote unquote at church. Yeah, but in the afternoon they'll be around because everyone's going to be together for food except for my dad who is in New York. Well, no, they're all saying they're at church. So, like, they've been really trying to put this off for a while. But, yeah, I think you're able to wrangle all of them. Yeah, I think Ed Min says, Oh, sorry, I was spending so much time venerating Christian Jesus. What would you like to talk to us about, Val? 
So here's the thing. I know everyone's doing business together with each other now. Salamone uh, just says, oh, fuck, and drops his phone. <laughs> and his phone is just in a pot of sauce now. So he's trying to get that out. It's all red. <laughs> yeah. I think both Aunt Min and your dad are like hemming and hawing. And they're like, your dad's like, oh, what is what is being in business even mean? What does that mean? And Aunt Min's like, I've been in business all the time when I was tra- trading silk for food. When I, when I ran into a silk farm of silk worms that had stretched as far as the eye can see. Okay, Dad, you literally sent me a sample of your product. Oh, uh, that doesn't sound like me. I plead the fifth. (laughs) (laughs) I think that, like, there's a lot of this. So this is, like, the most that you can kind of get out of them from there. I just wanted to, like, even if they don't, like, admit, oh, we're working together, I think Val is just like, I need you to listen to me, and I need you to listen to me very, very closely. If you continue down this path and you are messing with superhero shit, I will have to get involved and no one fucking wants that. So consider your options. Consider if this is really the route of business that you want to go down. And then you can let me know. Oh, fuck. I put my whole hand on the sauce. Why did I do that? It's fucking hot, Salamone. <laughs> Aggie, uh, what are you up to? I think I'll leave the training facility early in the morning. I think I probably camped out there for a couple days, just really focusing on that. Mm -hmm. And then I'll head back to the bungalow to spend some time with Tegan and walk pizza the dog and try to just kind of, I don't know, like pull up Google Earth of Lake Town City and like stare at it anxiously until night falls. Hell yes. I think you're looking at Google Earth and you're like scanning around and you get a, an alert on your phone that says breaking news emergency at Lake Champlain. And then you can like open it up. It's like there's like a live feed going from news seven and a half. And I think while you're doing that, January says, boom, headshot. And then the TV like just cuts out and goes immediately to news seven and a half. It cuts to cable out of the game. It switches inputs and goes to cable. And uh, all of you are watching news seven and a half news uh, and with a reporter standing out on Lake Champlain and says, I can't get in the shot. There, I, there's no safe place for me to get in the shot. I'm out here by myself. I don't have a camera person. I just set this up on a tripod. <laughs> and behind, you see the camera is pointed at Lake Champlain. And, like, there's something breaching the water. And it's just... And you see that there is a massive, like, 30-foot-long pink-modeled claw that comes out of the water. And it pulls itself onto the park on the lake. And it pulls and you see another claw. And then just like tendril eye stalks and tendrils. And a, like a sea, like one of those weird seafood mouths that only <laughs> only those things have. And then you see the eye stalk go, pew, pew. What? As just the eye stalks are shooting laser beams. <laughs> as like, and like people are like scattering. And you see that there are also like massive speakers that are attached onto the carapace of this massive crustacean. And you see like there's a little speck, I guess, on top in between the speakers. And then you hear, you don't want me to be the mayor? Well, I'm gonna take it back. Dr. Morrow's coming with the largest mountain lobster you've ever seen. Jesus Christ. I knew this would come back to haunt us. (laughs) 